0: Welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Ashley. And I'm Renee. And this is Season 6, Episode 15, The One That Could Have Been. Yes. my gosh, I feel like we've been waiting for this since day one. We have,
1: pretty much. It's one of the best episodes out there.
0: It really is. So I feel like let's just take a quick second to talk... <clears throat> and compare like there's the there's flashbacks but this isn't a flashback. So right. talk us through it. Talk us through it.
1: Talk you through what that this isn't a flashback? No, just like the difference. Oh, well, I mean a flashback flashbacks to something that actually happened. This is theoretical. Yes. And so that's why This is like an alternate stuff- timeline.
0: Yes, that's a good, that's a great way to put it. So that's why like whenever we play kissing bingo and stuff, this one doesn't count because this didn't actually happen right. on the current Friends timeline, whereas like the flashbacks happened, we just didn't see them the first time.
1: Right, exactly. Um, yeah, like Chandler and Ross in college, like all that stuff happened. This didn't happen.
0: For a second, I was forgetting. I was thinking this was the one where Janice was... But then I was like, oh, no, wait a minute. Chandler's not with Janice. Where she was like, have any of you ever almost hooked up? But that's a flashback.
1: That's the one with the flashback.
0: Right. Where it's like yeah. Phoebe was moving out of Monica's and... Um, yeah. Is that the one where... Joey moves is that in. The one where Joey moves in and where Rachel comes to the city and is like then is like daydreaming about Chandler
1: <laughs> yeah that's she so runs into Monica at the coffee shop and they're like I bet you I'll never see that woman ever again yeah that's right and um, um the other difference in Ro- timeline oh. yeah Phoebe and Ross because I mean the only difference is Ross or the only similarity is Ross also figures out that Carol is a lesbian um in the one that could have been, and in the one with the flashback, um, that's true. But they, um, oh, what was I gonna say? They, the difference too on flashback versus, uh, the one that could have been is that the one of could have been the one that could have been is like present day. That's why I say like alternate timeline because it's like Ben is around and um oh true you know joey's on days of our Our lives they're this they're this they're season six age they're not you know 10 years ago or five years ago or whatever right um so it's just an alternate version of what could be right now so i was thinking what what do you think your alternate timeline is
0: Ooh, good question I do often think, not often, but I do sometimes think like what would happen if I never left Chicago? Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I'd get to see like my friends a lot more, which would be nice like you. Um, I don't know that I'd still be living in Chicago. Honestly, I was, mm-hmm. I was pretty over it. And so I'd either still be living there and potentially unhappy. Um, love my friends in Chicago. Absolutely love them. A lot of them have moved away. Yeah. Like a lot of them have gotten married, had kids, moved out to the suburbs. Um, even the ones who still live in the city, like they don't all hang out anymore. yeah, and so you know, that's supernatural, totally no, not super that's totally natural. yeah. and like so I, it wouldn't <clears throat> it wouldn't quite be the same. It wouldn't be like, oh, if I never left, we'd still be hanging out every week. You know what I mean? Like, I know that that wouldn't happen. And honestly, like, I like my job. It was a great job, but I was also pretty, like, feeling, like, pretty ground down by it. Yeah. And so I think that – but I would have had no reason to leave if I was still living in Chicago. Right. I could kind of see myself, um, like – I don't know. I've thought about this a lot actually because I'm like if if I was like it would be very easy to move back there. Mm-hmm. Um I'd probably like I love the convenience of living near where you work and being able to walk and stuff, but like mm-hmm. that's not where any of my friends live. So would I yeah. live out in the neighborhood where all my friends lived, um right. knowing that it like means kind of like a slog every day? Yeah. <clears throat> or would I live somewhere convenient but not near any of my friends? I don't know. I was just I've thought about that before. I think I probably would live in the South Loop in like a nice apartment, um, potentially or live in a little house, like kind of farther flung out than where I used to live. Cause that's where you'd be able to afford. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's doable, but I don't think I'd be happy if I'm being honest because yeah. it was just, I, I, I needed to move on. Yeah. And who knows if I wasn't – if I hadn't like moved here and met Ben, I mean my dating life wasn't exactly going off in Chicago, so
1: who knows. Well, and the funny thing about alternate timelines is like it could alternate at any point. Like you could have stayed in Chicago and gotten a different job and that could have changed how much you liked it or your trajectory or whatever. Or you could have stayed in Chicago and met somebody else that wasn't Ben and maybe then you – would want to live in the suburb. You know what I mean? Like
0: Yeah, 100%. You never know. Or I think like knowing how I was feeling at the time, had I not moved to New Zealand, I probably would have moved somewhere else. So Right. Or who, yeah, you know to
1: like I don't know, let's just say you move to LA or something and you live yeah. there, but maybe you don't like it and you move back to Chicago or yeah, you stay in LA exactly. and you meet somebody or you don't meet somebody and you move to I mean like you, there's a million things.
0: Limitless. I mean, those are the
1: big ones, right? Like location, job, relationship status.
0: Yeah, um, but then there's I a million like other things. There's
1: a million other things. I feel like those are the the big trajectories, and like children. Um, yeah, basically anything what about that you? allows you to change your health insurance is um, <laughs> one of those like you know true pivotal moments. <laughs>
0: like birth, What's death, your and location. Alternate- What's your Uh, alternate timeline?
1: My alternate timeline is not having moved to Nashville, I think. Mm. Staying in Florida. That was kind of the big one for you, yeah. Yeah. Um, Because where I worked, I loved my job and I loved the people I worked for. And their plan was to give me the business. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because
0: I was going to say, they're not still running it, are they? No, they sold
1: it. But they would have okay. given oh. it to me for free ninety-nine. Wow. Um, and I knew that when I left. Like that that was that was knowledge I had. Um, and they kind of said that. They were like, you know, we'll support you. If you want this though, it's yours. But we also understand you wanting to live somewhere that's not so small.
0: Um, yeah, I was gonna say I couldn't it would almost be like a Nicholas Sparks. Novel Like, you inherit this, like, little bespoke family marketing firm in this, like, quiet seaside, like, holiday town.
1: But I'm overworked and have no time for a husband until the new handyman moves to town.
0: Because you're always, (laughs) like, you know, oh, I've got to go to the St. Patrick's Day parade or (laughs) this. Yeah. Until somebody moves in to take care of their ailing grandfather and they take over the <laughs> rival marketing firm. <laughs> Should we write this? Man, okay, this screenplay guys, we'll right is just
1: writing itself. <laughs> I'm um, sure there
0: are. This already is a Nicholas, like ten of the Nicholas Sparks books, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, there's a guy that I basically he was like the only other guy on this island who was not sixty. Um, he was like, I mean, I was like 25, and he was like 30, but. We were like we kind of had a thing on again, off again, whatever. Yeah, I to say you did sort of date. Yeah, um, and we were off again when I decided to move, and I told him I was moving, and he cried, cried, and yep, said, <laughs> so we're really never gonna be together. And I was like, oh
0: crap, you're like, you're like okay, did I Moss. like,
1: well, I, I mean, I really thought I was like, well, even though maybe I'm not like totally in love with him I was like he loves me like he's like wow and then I was like well I guess I gave up my chance at having somebody like really love me like that and that's okay like I'm okay with that I was I was sad on the drive home I remember driving home and having to stop to get gas and I was still crying and I like opened my car door like I was like flailing around because I was crying and upset and whatever. And I opened my car door and I like hit, you know, those like posts so you don't run into the gas pump. Yes. I like hit, I like opened my door and I wasn't really paying attention. It like flew into that, which made me cry harder. And I just remember thinking, okay, that's it. I've given I've I've missed my chance at true love, but that's okay. I'm going to get a cat. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be totally fine. And then I met Matt like two months later, which, you know, I feel yeah. like that's what people always say. But um Yeah. But I do think that you he couldn't know it at the time. No, I didn't know it at the time. And I really was okay. I was like, it's fine, I'm gonna be alone. Even when I met Matt, I was like, he's great and everything, but since I've given up my chance at true love, you know, spinster wherever spinsters live, that's where I have to go. Um, you know, at twenty five. Twenty five year old spinster. <laughs> um but I do think that that guy and that life could have been an alternate timeline. It would be a very different life. Very different life. Yeah. D- I, It'd be I a much tanner him? life. Uh, I don't think you did.
0: Maybe okay, you so did. I just don't I actually, like him from stories.
1: You just don't, didn't like anybody I dated. So
0: that's it's not hard. true. It isn't. Well, I can think of two like serious ones or like more serious ones. I didn't like that guy. He just seemed a little bit like controlling and it was kind of like you were going to have to slot into his life. And I just don't, I don't know. I know that he really liked you, but that doesn't necessarily meant that he treated you super well, if, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. There was him and then there was like, I know he like fawned over you and stuff, but do you know what I mean? Like it, there's... There's like, yeah, he's like nice to her. And then I don't know. I just, I didn't, there. I can't remember the specifics. But then there was that yeah. other guy that you were really hung up on and he, he treated you like you garbage. Well. Yeah. No, so rightly so, I didn't like him. But I well, can't sure. think of anybody else that I didn't like.
1: Well, I didn't date a whole lot of people. So it doesn't Well, Well, then and there people. you go. There you go. I really, really my fault, wanted <laughs> not to like Matt. Um, <clears throat> I'm just kidding. Oh, that's not true. I was like, we're getting married. Get on
0: board. <laughs> Just Pretty much. Okay, well, I don't think any I'm... of us had actually met Matt. You
1: met Matt. You came down for
0: my birthday. <laughs> oh, that's right. I had met him. And we came up. And then up... you told me you were getting oh, no. married. <laughs> Not then.
1: No, was... you came up for. That was for... in March,
0: Ashley, and we got engaged in September, okay? Like. <laughs> you came up at Halloween, but you guys were already engaged at that point, weren't you? Oh, did we come. No, so we the didn't second come up for time Halloween.
1: I met him. You did it. Second time, the second time you met him was at our wedding. Yeah, that's true. This is true story. Jeez. Oh, um, but plenty yeah, of I think time to get
0: to know the guy after the wedding. Plenty of it's time.
1: Fine. That's right. Well, you didn't have to marry him. I mean, not really, but yeah. kind of. Um. <laughs> uh, sorry, I just make myself laugh over here. Um. Yeah, I feel like that's probably my alternate timeline, like staying in Florida, and you know. Probably marrying that other guy or just staying in Florida.
0: Who knows? And owning the look. Local- anyway, we're going to write that Nicholas Sparks book for you. <laughs> we'll, what are we going to call it? Like, uh, Captive by love or something? <laughs> um,
1: I don't know. Beachside businesswoman? I'm not sure.
0: You also like owned a coffee shop business. So I feel like yeah. that could be. Something in there about that—a latte
1: like, of love. Ooh, <laughs> that probably already exists, <laughs> or it's a sign somewhere, or a T-shirt.
0: It's definitely Very a cheesy. T-shirt. Thanks, a latte. That's a
1: love you a latte. Oh, bo- oh, oh boy. man. Okay, the Hol- if right, anyone should... is
0: from Hallmark that's listening, we yeah. we've, cleared- we've listening. already done all the work. <laughs>
1: We've already done all the hard the hard yeah.
0: part. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I feel like those are okay. our alternate
0: timelines.
1: <clears throat> yeah. And the friends kind of start talking about alternate timelines because Barry and Mindy are getting I, divorced. I do
0: wanna just go back. There is one person in Chicago that I would have dated, but they never asked me out and I don't <laughs> see me just staying there longer having changed that. So
1: <laughs> so I, I really Poke don't. Does Valentine know he has a girlfriend? Know that we're dating? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I do think, um, I, we don't have to belabor this point, but do, I know that you've mentioned this before. Like I did have a few guy friends that kind of like out of nowhere, like asked me out. Um, and by out of
1: nowhere, Ashley means fond over her and followed her around with big heart eyes for nine to 12 months and then she didn't know that that's what that meant when they proposed to her I think that she was like I thought we were just friends why are you giving Give me a true. diamond ring <laughs> is this like a friendship diamond is this like a friendship diamond ring oh, okay you want to be best friends forever okay oh, we have to have a
0: ceremony for that okay <laughs> Oh, she exaggerates. But yes, I don't think that having stayed, like, I don't think that just like hanging around longer would have changed any of that. I think there's just this thing with, I don't know, maybe this is going off in a tangent, but I do think there's this thing with guys where like, once the shine wears off, you are no longer like a viable love interest. Does that make sense? And so it's kind of like, you got to make... It's like first impressions really matter. So yeah. anyway, so when I left Chicago, I had finally been like a little bit more comfortable because you guys have heard all the stories about how awkward and weird I am with dating. I was finally a little bit more comfortable dating. I had gotten on Tinder because I had some good friends who were on Tinder and I was like, well, okay, like they're wonderful people. So if they're on there, like it's obviously not just all for like fast hookups and whatever. Um, And yeah, so... I was having some like unsuccessful Tinder dates. That was about it. So I don't actually know like love life wise. I can't think of any one person that I may or may not have gotten together with because um, like I say, there was probably one person I would have been interested in dating, but he wasn't asking me out. So
1: yeah, I feel like my other my other alternate timeline would be living here, but I almost took a job at Uber and I'm really glad I didn't do that. Oh, what's it called, sorry? Your job at what? At Uber. I was in last interview rounds for like marketing something at Uber. And it was like right before all the bad press came out. And I didn't end up doing it. And then all that bad press came out. And I was like, I'm so glad I don't have to
0: work there. gosh, (laughs) I could not imagine. Yeah. There was also the job that you went up to Nashville for yeah yeah
1: even though I feel that's like an kind of that's kind of like I'm, what you're doing now? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing now so I I feel like that's that's a little less of a I mean that was the timeline change was it got me up here but it right. would be if I didn't take because now I have a full-time job and I freelance so if I wouldn't have taken this full-time job I feel like that would actually like that's definitely one of those like forks in the road you know because my life yeah. is very different now That I don't just freelance,
0: but Mm. anyway, anyway, anyway. Yes. Okay. So Rachel runs into the coffee shop, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, you guys, Barry and Mindy are getting a divorce." How do we know? Like, what did they get married in season one or was it season two? It's season two. Ross and Rachel are dating, and Rachel gets to dress up
1: like Princess Bubblegum. Yeah, that's when she has her, like, reddish hair.
0: At the Copa, Copa Cabana. Yep, okay. So, (laughs) and those terrible bridesmaids outfits. So, um, yeah, okay, so that's season two. We're in season six, so they've been married for a few years. They're getting a divorce. Um, And she's like, gosh, could you imagine? And and they're like, oh, yeah, wasn't that the one he was cheating on you with? And she's like, yeah. Yeah. She was like, wow, could you imagine if I would have never left? bury at the altar and i would have actually like gone through with um getting married and ross says you know i've wondered the same thing with carol or he said i've wondered about not getting divorced too which time the first first time time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) honestly ross it's a fair question okay it's like your extracurricular activity
0: (laughs) that in karate I know.
1: I love when Joey's like, What is wrong with you? Sorry, I hear divorce. And I just immediately
0: go to Ross. Just... <laughs> and then Monica says, Yeah, I wonder, like, I wonder what would have happened if I would have never lost all that weight. And she's like, You know, Chandler, you definitely wouldn't be dating me. Um, and then Joey Joey says, like, What if I wouldn't have gotten fired off days of our lives? Chandler says, What if I would have actually had the guts to quit my job and try to become a. I'd probably be writing for The New Yorker. And um, and Phoebe's like, what if I would have taken that job at Merrill Lynch? <laughs> Always at a left field, Phoebe. I know. And Ross says, um, Ross wonders if they'd all still hang out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Well, not with Rachel because, you know, she wouldn't live there. That's right. Um, The rest of them, maybe. But maybe not Joey because if he had stayed successful, he probably wouldn't live with Chandler for so long. And then they would have just been like, oh, yeah, we were roommates for like a year or two. Not like best friends forever.
0: Yeah, that's true. And I kind of feel like Phoebe, once she moved out of Monica's apartment and across town, like... I don't know. Maybe she would have stayed friends with us. She again, she wasn't like childhood friends. It was just like somebody she was roommates with for a couple years. But yeah. Yeah. So then we dive into the fun. Then we find so, out if
1: we find out.
0: <laughs> we find out. So um Rachel and Ross run into each other. Rachel Green? Rob Tillman. Oh, I'm sorry. Ross Tillman. <laughs> Uh. Mm, so funny. Um, but Ross
1: clearly still has a shine for Rachel all these years later. You think so? Well, we definitely find out once they get to the coffee shop. But he's like, R- Rachel Green? I feel like if I saw somebody I didn't, like, care to talk to from high school, you just keep walking.
0: Well, I guess, yeah. I mean, you could, like, just say hi, but then I wouldn't be like, let me play you my music interplanetary courtship ritual yeah you're right he is yeah. like fawning over her isn't he um but when
1: they're at the stand and he is like um uh grabbing his copy of busty ladies
0: oh my gosh and he invites so funny.
1: rachel to come see monica at the coffee shop and he's like oh i just I was buying this for some kid when he goes to put a it kid. back, but they cut this next part out. Yes, and Rachel's like, "Oh, don't don't you have to give him his money back?" And so, he's like, "Okay, sorry, just, buddy, no porn for you."
0: Finds a random kid. I am like. Don't you need to pay for your copy of Busty Ladies?
1: <laughs> Busty Ladies. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I ran I in love how- and um, pretended I didn't see Rachel as I was buying <laughs> fake porn for a kid.
0: Um oh Ross. Um I do love like the way that they've dressed Rachel throughout this oh, it's with the so like good. the like long white nails uh-huh. and the eyeshadow and the like it's I guess it's it's very Janice, honestly.
1: Yeah, it's Long Island Housewife.
0: Long Island Housewife, man.
1: It is real a real housewives look. of New Jersey. That's a whole <clears throat> vibe. Yeah.
0: Um yeah, and so then um, they, they're, they like, on their way to the coffee shop and... Oh, and I guess... Should we just keep talking about... We'll keep talking about Rachel and Ross. Yeah. Okay. So... Or just one of them. Um, I
1: feel like we have to do these individually because everybody has, like, their own path.
0: Okay. Should we talk about Ross and get him out of the way? Sure.
1: Yeah. Bye, Ross. Okay.
0: Okay. Bye, Ross. <laughs> Ross so, is going
1: busty ladies. The end.
0: <laughs> he... I think like you've already alluded to, he does seem, you're right, like as the things, as the the episode goes on, like he does kind of seem to still have his little shine for Rachel. And I guess she is like the one that got away or whatever for him. Um, Because he's like, she's like, when was the last time we all saw each other? And he's like, 1987, so-and-so's party. I played you interplanetary (laughs) courtship ritual. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Ross. Oh, he's just, yeah, he's geeking out. And so, um, he has a chat with I think it's Phoebe at one point and he's like you know my marriage has gotten really dry like you know we haven't been intimate in a while and Phoebe's like you need to spice it up and she starts just like listing all of these things they could do in the bedroom and so he um is talking to Carol one day and he's like oh wasn't it funny when I like jumped in on you in the shower and she's like Yeah, maybe we Uh cannot do that. uh (laughs) Um, But he's like, you know, I really think we need to like spice up our marriage. Maybe we could like tell dirty talk. Maybe we could get toys. Maybe we could eat stuff off each other. And then he's like, maybe we could have a threesome. And she's like, yes, done. Love it. Let's do it. And so she starts um, listing out women. Some busty ladies. Some busty ladies that she knows would be up for it. And uh, it's just so funny. And I know they did this on purpose, obviously, because this is all scripted comedy. But so many things, you know, enter Susan. Yeah. So Susan found her way into our lives regardless. Yes. Um, she died <laughs> all the way from back. Yeah!
1: <laughs> She's kind of like, have you watched Schitt's Creek?
0: Uh, not much of it, no. Okay,
1: but you've seen at least an episode, so you know how... Yes. um, ...Kathleen Kathleen O'Hara's character talks. Yes. Like an accent that doesn't really exist in the world, but I feel like... Yes. um, ...Susan has a little bit of that with her voice projection.
0: (laughs) What was it that she did that in? Oh, what... Do you think the baby can hear your voice? (laughs) (laughs) Something like, well, she can hear yours, Susan. Yeah, we
1: know she can hear yours, Susan. She's going to come out talking like that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) This isn't the theater. Um, Anyway, yes, it is very uh, Catherine O'Hara. But yes, so Susan shows up and basically hands uh, Ross her coat, and they just go right into the bedroom, which I was like, okay, I guess there's no bones about what's going on here. and um. I, Ross is detailing this later to Joey and he's like so uh, I had a threesome it was a little bit boring and Joey's like did you do it right <laughs> isn't that the next episode <clears throat> oh maybe oh yeah you're right you're right you're right because he just ends it with being like how hot is this yeah. isn't it so that's it yeah. yeah okay so sorry about that. So we'll talk about that one later. You're right. But so that's, um, so, so they, they decide to Carol enter, sorry, enter Susan into our lives anyway. Um, yep. Rachel, Rachel comes to the coffee shop to meet up with Monica and Did you
1: lose weight,
0: weight. <clears throat> um, and she's like, oh, my God, Joey Triviani of Days of Our Lives. And I do love that it's like, of course, if Rachel was like a Long Island yes. housewife with no job, like, of course, she'd be sitting at home watching soap operas, right?
1: Yes. I thought that was such a good way to add
0: connection, you know? Totally. Yeah. Um, and so they're like, Rach, we're actually friends with him. You are like, friends, with oh, Dr. Drake Ramore. Dr. Drake Ramore. yeah. And so, um, so they introduce her, and yeah, you know, she's like, "I love you." In that show, like, yes. I, sh- <laughs> I like how they do this because there's other times when Rachel, like, do you remember the time when um, Estelle? thought she was an actress and she's like, oh, I'm not an actress. Or she like, yeah. when she helps Joey read lines and she just, she does a very good job of like pretending, Like I don't know, like fangirling over yeah. c- celebs and acting and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I thought that too.
0: It's cute and funny. Um, and so, so, so Joey's hitting on her and um, I can't remember if this is, before or after he gives her the studio tour of Duel, but she, because she's talking, um, Rachel's talking to Monica and she's like, does Joey ask out a lot of women? And, mm-hmm. and Monica's like, yeah, a lot, a lot. And she's like, oh, and I'm one of them. And she's like all excited. I think that that's after the studio tour, isn't it?
1: It is. It is. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: okay. Okay. Um, yeah, cause he's like, all right, there's that, there's that, there's that. Let's go to bed or let's, let's go to my place or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. There's an
1: old man. Hey, old man.
0: Yeah. Um, that's right. And, um, yeah. And so she's like, oh, I just wish like Barry and I were like on a break or something. Which,
1: great callback. Great callback. Oh,
0: yes. Kudos to the writers on that one. Hilarious. What times when you were wishing for a break? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so um, she is watching him on Duel performing some sort of, you know, rescuing Hope. And um, she's just like, that's it. I'm doing it. I'm going to call him and I'm going to meet up with him. I
1: do love how she's trying to like talk it out with Monica and get Monica to agree with what... Oh, yeah.
0: Which is... (laughs) People should be allowed to just hook up with whomever. Be they want. All these Rules and regulations,
1: because like I'm never going to yeah. think it's okay for you to cheat on your husband. Um, but I think that's such—I mean, it's a very human thing. But like when people just keep asking different people's opinions until they hear the opinion they want,
0: you know? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Yep. Classic human move. Classic. One hundred percent. I've gotten to the point where like a lot of times with my friends. I will say like, look, you're going to do what you want because they will, right? Like people Mm -hmm. are going to do what they want. And so I usually caveat it by being like, I don't want to give you my advice and then have you just go around and ask 20 other people Mm -hmm. and, or like, which is like, you can do that if you want, but like, I don't want me, like, I'm telling you what my opinion on this is because you've asked, but I'm not like here to hold you to account because I know you're going to do whatever you ultimately want to do. And I guess I'd like to caveat with that because it's like, basically it's saying like, this isn't my problem to, here's my advice, but I'm not here to make you do it unless we have a different conversation, right? Where you're like asking me to hold you to account or, you know, that type of a thing. That's not usually what people ask though.
1: Right. Um, Matt, people ask Matt his opinion on cars a lot and he used to get like a little bit annoyed when he would give his opinion. And they would not buy the cars that he suggested. And I'm like, listen, they want your advice, but they also know what they want to do. And it's not like, you know, they probably hear a lot of your advice as like an opinion. Like this is a better car, even though you know it. you're saying. It's a better car because whatever you know about cars. But now I tell now he's better. He's just like. He knows that he can just tell them. They may or may not listen. They probably won't. But all he can do yeah. is tell them what he knows and equip them with the information. And then after that, it's up to them. Like, you can't force And then walk away. walk away. Just walk away. because Call <sighs> the police because you're robbing me blind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right, right? So I do say that with a lot of my friends. And I'll be like, you know, look, this is what I think you should do. And here's why. But ultimately, like you're going to, you know, you're going to kind of do whatever you want here. And I don't, I don't know, I don't mean it in like a dismissive or mean way, but they do also have a few friends that ask my opinion and are very different than me. And so I know that they're probably not going to do what I do and nor would they want to. you know what I mean? I'm like, yep. well, if it was me, like I'm not impulsive whatsoever, you know, and right. I'm this and I'm that and, and you are and that's, you just go with your gut and whatever. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm telling you what I would do, but you're not me. So, but that's fine. Had to, I think it's, that must be one of life's lessons is like learning that you could, you don't have to take responsibility for your friend's actions. I used to think that it's like, I don't know. I feel, you know, there is something about the people you surround yourself with, of course. And so I don't Mm. want I know that I used to think a lot like, okay, but if my friends are doing something that I don't agree with, like me just like being silent about that or like letting them do that is essentially like complicit or like condoning it you know what I mean right and I was like but I don't condone that and so I've kind of had to realize that it's like that's not what that is it's just saying you're my friend and I love you regardless and I'm gonna be here for you and I don't condone what you're doing but like you know you didn't ask me or you did ask me but you're also a autonomous human who's gonna do what you want to do so I've changed my stance on that one for sure is that hard for you yeah,
1: I mean it just depends on what it is, and I agree, as I've gotten older, I'm like, no, well, I'm not the boss of them.
0: Um, but <laughs> who made her queen of the world? I yeah. Love that job. What I
1: what I can't stand is somebody asking you for advice, ignoring that advice, and then basically like asking you the same advice later when you're like, We already talked about this. Like you just went off and did what you wanted to any like somebody who has the same problem and keeps trying oh, to resolve that's it. Annoying. You know what I'm talking about? Like Yeah. There's a lot of things like that in life, and I think people often they either want the easy way out or, um, like they don't want to put in the work or it just, you know, depends on what it is. Like we have a friend who, like, has certain things in their life that they really want to change. But when it comes down to it, they, what they actually want is a magic wand. They don't want to put in the blood, sweat, and tears that go with that life you know and they even said something like oh I look at these people and they have all these habits that I like wish I had or you know could develop and it's like well mm, you can but the thing about can, habits just is that you have to do them every day and you don't just wake up and are like I want to read a hundred pages a day or I want to wake up early every day and then it just happens because you thought about wanting to do it you have to be like well if I'm going to get up early every day I have to go to bed at a normal time And so to go to bed at a normal time, that means I need to eat dinner. You know, like, you have to, like, think through the process. And that's a very silly little example. But with any habit, you don't just get to have that habit because you want it. It's a habit because you do it all the time, (laughs) you know? Yeah, Um, yeah. So we do have one friend who's constantly like, I just, oh, it's hard. And it's like, well, yeah, it is hard. But the only way to do it is to do it. And I don't know what else to tell you. Like, there's no way around
0: it. But that is something that, like, um, I'm going to call out Ben. Sorry, Ben. He was doing some... He was doing... That's okay. M- he doesn't even listen. <clears throat> he doesn't. Um, <laughs> and he's not here right now, so he can't... He's not here, here right now. Bye. But, <laughs> bye. Um, he was doing a... Um, postgraduate diploma. And it was just like, he, it was kind of dragging on because he had to defer, like he um, used to work in like a seasonal job. So he used to have mm-hmm. to like work long shifts and weekends. And, you know, you can't be like also doing um, like uh, college at the same time. So I, was like, I totally get it. So anyway, it was like, you know, he just really wanted it to be over and done with. And I know that like one of the courses he was doing, he just, it was not, he was like, this has no relevance to my daily life. This has no relevance to the career that I've chosen. And like, it barely feels relevant to the, um, the major that like this diploma yeah. is even in, you know, mm-hmm. but it was just one of those stupid things. It's like, well, it's a prereq and you have to do it to like graduate, you know? And right. so he was just finding it so frustrating. And he's like, I'm just not motivated. I'm not motivated. He used to say that a lot. And I was like, I don't know how to tell, like how to explain this to you other than to say like, you can't wait for motivation, you just have to do it. And I feel like yep. that's the same thing like with the habit forming. It's mm-hmm. like, you don't you don't eat healthy because you're in the mood to like cook a really healthy meal or whatever. Or, like you're in the mood for salad. Like if you wait until you're yeah. motivated, you're never gonna do it. You right. have to, and, and I know a lot of people, probably that sounds counterintuitive. Like, well, if you're not motivated to do something, you can't. I think that's where discipline comes in. You just do it yeah. anyway. And I was well, like... Well, it's
1: kind of one of those like chicken or the egg situations, <clears throat> you know? Like, yeah, you could wait for motivation to come around and then do the thing. But like, how much time are you going to waste waiting around when you could have been doing little bits of it, waiting and for And also...
0: You can wait for motivation, and so great you were motivated on Monday. You're not going to be motivated right. on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like that's the thing about forming habits, and mm-hmm. is like what you were talking about is like okay, yeah, this person gets up every day. I it, it gets easier once you get in the rhythm, but like I guarantee you that every single day their alarm goes off. They're not like, yay, like this is easy. I love that. You know what I mean? Like there's days yeah. when it's just like this sucks and is terrible, but you do it anyway. Yeah. And sometimes it gets easier. Sometimes it doesn't. You just force yourself to do it anyway.
1: Yeah, it just it becomes more of something you just do than something you're choosing. It's just kind of like you're going to brush your teeth. Like That feels very obvious to all of us now, but I'm pretty sure when we were kids, we were all trying to get away with not brushing our teeth.
0: Some of us and lasted much longer than kids. You know who you are.
1: You know who you are. And if This is your wake-up call to just be motivated to brush your teeth. Brush your yeah. teeth, y'all. But and that's what my I mean? point like, too. Is those like, types of things you just they become part of your life.
0: But they, but the, it doesn't take much to lose it either, does it? Like, yep. I know I've had periods of my life where I was getting up really early, and then all it takes is like going on a long holiday and sleeping in, or like staying up late a couple times to like throw you off. So I guess my point is like. Even if something becomes part of your life, you still, ha- there is still an element of having to discipline yourself to choose it because I guarantee you not every single day. There are plenty of times I don't feel like brushing my teeth. You know, there are plenty of times I don't feel like getting up early or going to the gym or whatever. And I, you know, slip up all the time. But anyway, I just think that it's one of those things, that, at least the way that I've found it is that it is always a disciplined choice. Stuff maybe becomes easier, but it doesn't stay easier. Yeah. Yep. And that is our motivational self-help podcast. Thank you. I honestly can't even remember who we were talking about. Rachel, I think, but like what, what about her? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Wanting to cheat on her husband. I don't know where that came in, but anyway, should we? Um, oh, we were up?
1: talking about advice, like looking, snooping around, not snooping oh, around, but like right. sifting through advice to try to find the advice you want. Yeah, she wanted someone right. to tell her you're right. He doesn't treat you right. You should go hang out with Joey. Yeah, it is that's an opportunity hear, you can no do one's one time. Tell
0: her that no, yeah. nobody in that circle is going to tell her that. No. Anyway. Um, so let's talk about Monica. It's it's hard to watch back, and I don't want to harp on this too much because yeah. I think even like the writers and stuff would say that like there are some very cheap jokes that they made. But because it is still on TV present day and still like getting laughs present day, I think it is worth addressing. You know where I'm going Monica? with this? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Um, I actually there's a girl on Instagram, and she's like she does this. Uh, I'll call it a segment. I don't really know what it, you call something on Instagram when you do it all the time. <laughs> but she's like... Uh, branding, I think. Well, no, not branding. But she oh, she does this thing where she's like, now it's time to review uh, a character that was quote-unquote fat um, and look at like what fat meant. She's like... She deems herself an actual fat person. And so she's like, you know, I... Grew up watching these things, thinking these people were fat. Um, When actually, so she I actually just saw one she did the other day. She's like, you guys aren't going to like this one. Yes, I'm talking about Courtney Cox and Friends. What is she, a size 10 here? (laughs) And I watched it today when I watched this episode. And I was like, she really isn't that fat. Like, she's, I mean, compared to how small Courtney Cox is. Compared to Courtney Cox, yeah. Right, who's like like a child's medium. Um, yeah, if. <sighs> and this isn't to say that there's anything wrong with Courtney Cox being as thin as she is. It's just how her body is. But yeah, it is really funny to look at it through that lens of being like, she really wasn't that fat? <laughs> um, so I don't know.
0: But I've I think that too, like, especially with like plus size models and stuff like that. I look at them and I'm like, okay, sure, maybe their body is a little bit bigger, but, like, they still always have flat stomachs. Like, up until recently, I feel like plus-size models still, like, could wear, you know, they, like... It's just that they were tall. (laughs) They were just tall, and, like, maybe they were curvier in certain areas. Maybe their arms were a little bit bigger, or their legs or whatever. But, like, I'm like, okay, I know what my stomach looks like. And I am fine. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Like, I'm happy enough with my body. I'm in shape, whatever. But... Like I will never have a flat stomach and that's okay. Like, I I mean, I'm sure I could if I, you know, gosh, Stopped I wish I had fun. a flat stomach without trying. No, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, too. exactly. But, yeah. Like, <laughs> but I also like food too much. Yeah. Um, I've made my choice, but like,
1: and I d- I don't delicious. know. I
0: just, cause I was like, I will never be able to wear low rise jeans and a crop top. Like that just I sh- won't do it. Shouldn't do it. Not going to do it. And, but like, you know, even plus size models, I'm like, okay, they're bigger, but they're still like a certain type of bigger usually that get to be yeah. models. And it's like, you're larger, but like you still somehow have like, I don't know, certain, like, I, I think that that's changed a lot in the last couple years. And I'm really happy about that. Um, that it's not like acceptable quote unquote bigger. You know what I mean? It's just like, no, 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 mm-hmm. no. Like, there are things that's called roles. A lot of people have them even like quote unquote skinny people have roles. So, um, yeah. And, and also like when you look back at like, okay, so your point, yes. or, Or that girl's point, like she's not actually that big, um, or like not actually that fat. And then the other thing is like, like what's funny about it. It's just that she's bigger. Like like at the end when she's like dancing, you know what I mean? It's like we're just laughing because a fat person is dancing. Like, I don't know. Very weird. Right.
1: I think how she's dancing is funny. But I know what you mean.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's just a bit painful. And I, I know that like there's a lot of stuff with like the gay jokes, the you know, the lesbian jokes, the fat jokes like um, wasn't appropriate then isn't appropriate now. I I don't like that either when people are like, oh, well, that's not allowed anymore. And I'm like, well, it really never was kind. It's just that as a society, we allowed that type of cruelty to those type of people. So anyway, so I think we'll move on. I mean, we'll talk about, we'll talk about, um, so the whole thing is just like Monica's alternate timeline is if she hadn't lost weight. Um, she does every, you know, the whole, all the writing is kind of about that, like the Kit Kats and, um, low-fat mayonnaise right. it's not real mayonnaise <laughs> i mean it's funny yeah. but it is all just like jokes at the expense of her being quote-unquote larger so um yeah she <clears throat> but wait aside she is dating dr roger oh my gosh who is incredibly boring a hazelnut yes. latte for you fun little known fact the hazelnut is not actually a nut Ooh, speaking of, um, Renee left us with according- a bit of trivia last time.
1: <laughs> according to IMDb, hazelnut is a nut.
0: Dr. Roger. I was also like, you're a doctor, not like a botanist, but I guess maybe he has got a hobby in botany. <laughs> um, Yes, so he... And then he says, "Okay, but okay, so the hazelnut is actually a nut. What about the other one?" he says, "another famous n- seed that has been masquerading as a nut." A Brazil The Brazil nut. nut. <laughs> is that one actually a seed? Did you Google? Uh,
1: edible seeds.
0: Hmm.
1: I guess technically a hazelnut is a seed as well because <clears throat> a nut is is a seed. What a f- it turns into a fruit, you know? Pretty much every nut mm-hmm. is actually a seed. Almonds, Brazil ah, nuts, well, cashews, macadamia, pecans, that one, pistachios, pine nuts, and walnuts.
0: So That's everything. You just named Pretty all the nuts. Everything.
1: And I think okay. a peanut is Continue. not a nut. It's a bean. So what is a nut? A seed is, is an endosperm. A- Gross.
0: Okay, we're not, <laughs> what is a, like, and then, like, tomatoes are actually fruit. Like, you know what? We don't have time. This is just too much. It's, no. We're not talking about endosperm on this podcast. Um, so, anyway. So, yeah. um, Monica is talking with um, Rachel about because uh, Rachel's trying to, you know, she's having to talk about trying to get permission basically to sleep with Joey. Right. And um, she's like, oh, you're so lucky that you're single and you can sleep with whoever you want. And Monica's like, boy, do I ever, pretty much. And <laughs> I, I love when she's what like, I do all find the time, funny, you betcha. <laughs> you betcha. Um, she kind of like, it's the same when they like flashback to Monica in high school and she's like, don't give him your flower and she's still talking (laughs) like so basically she just still has this like teenage like um naivete and she's like you know Dr. Roger's a nice guy I've been thinking about giving him my flower and Rachel's like oh my gosh you've been waiting long enough you should definitely do (laughs) do it and so um and so I think this happens this episode, right? Monica prepares that very sensual meal.
1: Oh, that's the next episode.
0: Ugh,
1: son of a gun. Okay, I know. It's all I know. In hindsight,
0: maybe we should have just done one long episode. <laughs> but that's not where we're at. Uh, well, no, we're too far in. Too far in. We're gonna we're powering through. Um, powering through. So I guess she does tell. Okay, so I think she she must does decide she's gonna um, give Doctor Roger her flower, and then. We still have two more people to talk about. So let's talk about Joey because we've kind of already referred to this. So the thing with Joey is that he is still a famous actor on Duel. Makes you're right, though. Time. Oh, no, you're right. He would have. So in this up ep- he doesn't live there anymore, which that's next episode. But he's moved out. So he's got his own he, nicer apartment.
1: He's got his nice apartment that he has <clears throat> that one time. Oh,
0: that's right. He didn't move because yeah. he didn't have to give it up and move back in. Yeah. That's right. So, That's right. Um, so I love when um, he comes in and, and Chandler's like, you know, he's like, oh, Chandler, do you need some money? And I'm like, oh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> I know. It's so good. It is. So he still hangs out with them all. So he's, you know, still friends. But um, he's like, oh, and, you know, Monica's like, hire him as your assistant. And he's like, yeah, great. You can be my assistant. Um. And then I can pay you whatever. I don't know. He, it, yeah, that's the idea. Uh, I don't know if like Joey just, if it goes to his head or what, but like when he's giving Rachel the studio tour. Oh my and gosh. And he's like, Do you want something? Cause Chandler will just run right off and get it for you.
1: <laughs> With the little finger <laughs> motions,
0: the little finger legs. And, and when he's he asks like,
1: for orange juice, my mouth began like watering.
0: <clears throat> it oh, sounded. Really?
1: I never drink juice, but for whatever reason, the like sweetness and sourness of orange juice just suddenly sounded so good. I've been thinking about it ever since. Did you go out and get any yet? No, I haven't run right we out and gotten any. I don't have a personal assistant. <laughs> Not all of us can afford help, Ashley.
0: Maybe you could get TaskRabbit to bring you some freshly squeezed orange juice. Excuse with me, no
1: Postmates. Pulp. Can you bring me a $9,000 bottle of orange <laughs> juice once I pay all your fees? <laughs>
0: They're like, don't forget to tip your driver because we don't pay them. Oh, isn't that the worst when you're like, you, I'm paying you. You should tip them. Anyway. Um, yes. So um, orange juice does sound pretty good. My mouth's not salivating. But he also is like, pick up my dry cleaning, wear in my jeans, buy me my <laughs> vitamins. like Teach I me mean, how was- to
1: spell vitamins.
0: I was going to say most of it is typical assistant stuff, but I guess you wouldn't have your assistant wear your clothes in for you and Mm. teach you how to spell things.
1: My friend's brother is a, I won't say which friend or brother, um, is a personal assistant for Charlize Theron. And she treats him very well and is very nice to him so no horror stories but he does a lot of stuff like yeah. he just is on call 24 7 and she doesn't like make him do anything demeaning thank goodness but it is just a it's just a lot of stuff like and the tasks run the gamut from glamorous to like picking up the to go food you know like it's a lot it's just a lot um, but also yeah. when she's doing like press tours and stuff and she she doesn't have any time because she's just going from one meeting to the next. Like she doesn't have five minutes to get her own food even if she wanted to, you know? So there's a lot of that. Um, yeah. But I, I think the truth here is that Joey doesn't actually need an assistant, but he's doing Chandler a favor. And I don't think that Joey's uh, like... I don't know, him on his high horse treating Chandler like the help isn't helpful, isn't nice. No, but I don't think any of the things he asked him to do are like that out of the realm of possibility when we just made up this assistant job for you so you could make money and have time to write.
0: Yeah, it's not to me. Well, that is like maybe they just didn't have time to like build this out. But when he brings juice and Joey's like... But Chandler, it's got pulp. And he's like, well, I'm sorry. I like the pulp. And I'm like, "Right, but it's not yours. Yeah, it's it's, not yours. (laughs) It's not for you. And like, maybe this is supposed to be indicative of like, there's been like time after time after time of Joey being demeaning. And, you know, but Chandler's still seeing him as his friend, not his assistant. Right. Like himself. Yeah. Because, yeah, I'm always like, well, that's fine. Then make yourself some fresh squeezed orange juice with pulp. But like, right i don't
1: know (laughs) yeah but yeah i think that out of all of the plot lines um joey's is the most believable because basically that was the path he was on if he wouldn't have said he wrote his own lines
0: you know he was already doing it yeah totally yeah yeah you're totally right
1: he just kind of continued on that path instead of getting
0: booted back Instead of getting booty back. yeah, so so that's him. And then um, Chandler, we didn't talk about yet, but he's, I like in the beginning, he's like if I quit my job, I'd be writing for The New Yorker getting paid to be funny. And then it's like, no reality is. He's like, oh, I just got another rejection letter. Apparently I'm funny, but not Archie comic funny. <laughs> so it's like much more realistic. like you know, you're just basically like barely getting by. Getting rejection after rejection after rejection. Yeah. And, you know, but wearing I don't your know why graphic tee.
1: And the backwards baseball hat. I'm like, why does he look like he's 14? <laughs> How does it be so unkempt?
0: I know he is but very unkempt. Maybe that's the deal unkempt. is that the the only reason he's kempt is because of his corporate job that makes him groom. Maybe. Um, oh. But I do like
1: at the very end when Joey brings him the juice with pulp and apologizes and then celebrates his his win with
0: Archie Comics. Yeah, so that is this one, right? Or is that next one?
1: No, that's this one.
0: Okay, so he ends up selling... Chandler's doing other
1: stuff in the next episode. Good point.
0: So so he... um, But that's why I thought it was next, uh, this one, because he's telling Monica when she's supposed to be having that nice dinner for Dr. Roger, right? He says that he, like, Mm -mm. maybe not... He says, okay, I'll believe you. He says that he sold a comic to Archie Comics finally, and but he based it, obviously, off of himself and Joey. So it's like Archie needs money to fix his jalopy, and so he offers to become an assistant, but then his friend makes him do crazy things like bring him milkshakes without lumps. Yep, again, that's not that crazy. But anyway, yes, so good for you, Chandler finally getting your breakthrough and then miss phoebe i love this one go <laughs> because it is such a departure so first of oh, all it's so super, good. super cute bob
1: um you want to know something fun about that
0: <gasps> Yeah,
1: that is lisa kudrow's actual hair and haircut this is one of the only episodes in season six where she's not wearing a wig or hair piece. they thought her real life hair was too short for phoebe so this is her real hair
0: Wait, what? The entire yep. season 6 she's and wearing And we said that. We said
1: that several weeks ago that we were <laughs> like her hair looks like a wig. And I was like I think it is cuz it just looks like fluffier, I guess. Um So yeah, this is her real hair. And I love I, the bob on her. Oh I think gosh. it is way cute, but I also agree that Phoebe wouldn't have a bob. No. It's very like okay. uptight, right? <clears throat> you know, I think that that's a good call on their part.
0: With well, it is. It's got like it's like a very harsh angle. It's a very like, you know, harsh line, Bob. And so yeah, I understand that's I not it. Phoebe. Super cute on her though. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Good. Good call out, Renee. I didn't realize yeah. that she actually was wearing either. wigs. Well, well, well. Um. Yeah. So Lisa Kudrow apparently has a knack for stocks, and so she's wearing these power suits, and she. Every time she gets a phone call on her flip phone, she lights a cigarette. Go. Go. <laughs> what kind of name is Brindy? Oh no. Oh, you're she has like to fire for me. She has to fire her first assistant because she lost her some money. Um it's and a so number then gets, it
1: comes after four nine.
0: <laughs> and so then she gets Brindy, who she renames Joan. Your name is Joan. Um, and then there's a little dip in the market, and she loses thirteen million dollars, and then subsequently has a heart attack.
1: <laughs> if I, I was know. having a heart attack, would I be having shooting pains up and down my left arm?
0: Yes, and that is, and what, that I'm is having. what I'm having. <laughs> Here, you call nine one one. This is useless.
1: Yeah, they cut that part <laughs> out. She like. Launches her phone to Monica in her dead hand. <laughs> Flops her hand. Over. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, it's really Aww. funny. Phoebe as the like high powered Wall Street banker or whatever is really funny. Um, and, and she's in the, she goes to the hospital in the first, this part of the episode, right? Where she's like, mm-hmm. I'm already been out of work for three hours and I'm already going crazy. And they're like, having a heart attack is nature's way of telling you to slow down. I made you some herbal tea. Ooh, I can't remember. If that's... Ooh, that's, Ooh, put some honey that's
1: in it. The next... <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: the next. Yeah, that's the next one. She's so All mean. Right. But she yeah, is so mean.
1: But she doesn't want the time off. She loves her job, even though it's killing her.
0: Yeah, I. It's so funny. I. I like. I like real timeline Phoebe more. Mm-hmm. But, but um, this is a this fun. Is, yeah, it's a very fun departure. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we it is out, it to be continued we what do we find, oh, out, find out? out? Oh yeah, that's right. So her boss calls and Ross answers and is like, no, he was just checking in to make sure you were okay. Yeah, she's fired. <laughs> but they're like, we can't tell her it'll actually kill her. So they're hiding it from her. She's in the hospital. And that's kind of where we leave it, isn't it?
1: Yeah a lot going on very
0: very fun. a lot going on which one which um do you have one of these like storylines for one of these characters that you like the most
1: um I think I like Phoebe's the most just because it's so different like everybody else you're like oh I yeah. see how they got there like Joey like I said this basically was his life Ross I also kind of feel like this was his life it's just delayed yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah so I think Phoebe's might be my favorite. What about you?
0: Yeah, I think Phoebe. I also find Monica like very likable, because um, she's very like kind of sweet and innocent. She's yes, very sweet, innocent, naive. Um, yeah, and and she's just not that I don't like her normally because I think she's also very like she's not as sweet, but like she is still very likable anyway. But yeah, I, I do I'm think still Phoebe's all those the funniest. things. shrill i'm just kidding um yeah okay well let's leave it there and let's pick up the alternate timeline fun next episode okie dokie okay everybody thanks for joining us for the one that could have been part one we will see you next week for part two this has been the twilight zone (laughs) Oh, I remember, Renee. Oh, okay. Only because of that ride at Disney that we went on so many times The Tower <laughs> of Terror. Oh,
1: The yeah. Tower of that's Terror. That's which they changed. Ashley, did you know that? What do you mean? It's becoming Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm like, how is a oh. hotel elevator dropping Guardians of the Galaxy?
0: <sighs> do you know what? They did that to Pirates of the Caribbean as well, which at least it's still Pirates of the Caribbean, but now like it has Johnny Depp in it, and I'm like... It's Johnny Depp of the Caribbean, I'm like, come on, you guys. We don't need Johnny Depp in here. This was fine. This was I guess that's funny. what happens, isn't it? We're just, now we're old. Like, you're old yeah, enough to see. now we're old enough your, to notice it. The Disney classic rides change to, like. Why don't they change, like, Dumbo to Guardians of the... I guess that's more of a... Or, like, like, Dumbo's like Dumbo's make more of a, a new ride. Build however. a new one. Yeah. <laughs> you got land. Anyway, Tower of Terror was very fun. <laughs> very fun. Um we will continue
1: our exegesis on Disney World rides next time. Um, yes, we, we finish will finish the one that could have been.
0: Okay. Everybody, thank you so much. We will see you next week.
1: See you then. Bye.
0: Bye.